0: Hello, this is Kristen Brindley with DC Metro Real Producers. Welcome to our podcast. Hello, DC Metro Real Producers. This is your publisher, Kristen Brindley, and it's an honor to be here with Samer Karashi. You know, thanks for having us. Thanks really appreciate it. No, thank you. Yeah, and um, we're here with the, our growth partner, Jason Stone, and. Um, you know he will be asking some questions as well and Samer has done in the last six years over a billion dollars in business with his team one street so uh he has some great knowledge to impart we're going to interview him he gave me an awesome one one street uh um, t-shirt like swag. it a lot yeah swag. this has got some swag here it's great for uh um, october awareness too like cancer awareness month too so this is it's kind of kind of perfect so um samar you could do Anything. Why real estate? Tell us your story. Yeah. Oh, why real estate? After <laughs> yeah, 19 years, it's like, oh my
1: God, still? Um, well, real estate's amazing. At the end of the day, it's about. It's a relationship business. Um, you know, being able to use your mind and your soul and your body to kind of create things and put it into motion and have other people benefit from it really does challenge me. Uh, I don't really feel challenged in a lot of things in life. Uh, but at the same time what I've found solace in is, is actually you know Hiring people building teams building systems building models seeing people reap the rewards of that uh, And see things to come to fruition you know, as, as anything in life you dream it you uh, want it and sometimes you don't build it But you know when you actually put actions to things and you see things come to fruition It really means a lot and, I, and like I said this business gives you a lot of that real-time craziness mm-hmm. the ups and downs the high pressure, the high stress. Uh, but when you look around and as agents come into the office and the people that are here that you can't see, um, it's all about them, it's all about the people. And you know, I really believe in, in, in sacrifice and you know building something special that will leave a legacy.
0: Absolutely. All right, so Samer, can you tell us a little bit more about um, the beginning, how it started, like first jobs moving forward?
1: <laughs> well, I remember, you know, as every kid wants new things, every year you want the new Oshkosh gosh, gosh, you want new shoes, you want new stuff, new gear, you got to compete with the fifth graders, you know, and the sixth graders. Um, I remember going to my mom and I was like, you know, I want a new pair of shoes, but I want this type of brand. Um, and, you know, wasn't having it. And uh, I was like, well, mom, you have all these shoes. And she's like, well, I have a job. I said, okay, well, I need one of those. Um, and so, you know, obviously at 13 years old, it's very hard to find people. Uh, to hire someone with no resume, let alone being underage, um, but and I went to a local pizzeria down in Rockville. Amazing food, but it's gone now. But um, you know, making subs, making pizza, managing the cashier, putting flyers in apartment buildings, burning my hands. I mean, wheeling and dealing in there, cleaning toilets. I mean, you name it. Um, but it was great because I got to really get out of the house after school and you know, ride my bike to the to the not the office, but to the pizzeria. And you got to be around a lot of older people that you know that you get to start to you know kind of the real world you know it was my first real world interaction outside of my own family um you know 16 years old i remember getting a i remember leasing a uh, honda accord lx uh 1997 it was like 299 a month to honda finance payment i remember the exact payment because i never had to pay it um and i remember applying to mcdonald's actually when i moved to germantown and uh i didn't get a job and then i (laughs) moseyed across the street to the gas station uh, where I worked as a cashier as, as, and also worked at the Pizza Hut, the V-Day France. Uh, I was all in one um, shop. Um, that didn't really last long. I was looking for bigger and better things and moseyed across the street to Applebee's uh, where at 16 years old I was working as a mid cook uh, with the hairnet on, which is like the flat grill. So like, you know, I'm calling out the orders to fry side and to uh, the broil side where they're making the steaks and whatnot and the desserts. So I'm like a captain throwing the ball. Um, but that you know was hot and heavy uh, the best thing about working in restaurants You get to eat a lot of food um, and from there, you know 18 years old got a job um, as a dishwasher at, at that Samore. uh Started waiting tables and you can learn a lot about multitasking pressure uh, From those but the best thing about those jobs is You got instant cash and you used to have money right then and there you go out and do whatever you want um, And you know my father was in real estate since since the 80s And I remember him telling me when I was in high school like look maybe you get your license I said whatever you know i didn't really care stubborn stubborn to this day thank you dad by the way um and you know finally got my license failed my exam a couple times totally like just you know wanted to go out hang out with friends i was in college what the hell do i want to do real estate for um so i got my license didn't understand what it meant but you know got into it at an early age and then my parents moved back overseas and i ended up you know kind of managing the real estate business and the mortgage company we uh, really was a small boutique family um, operation, but you know, my minds are my mind is kind of very forward thinking, even at a young age. Um, I really loved just nice things and, and and the hustle and bustle, and I think that's kind of helped parlay my kind of career, right? So coming from small time, big aspirations um, into a field where real estate, like I said, you can be yourself. You're very independent. No one has to tell you no, but you get a lot of nos. Um, but it really makes you into something. I think anyone that's in this business after six months and still doing it and actually closing, you have you have successfully won.
0: That's a journey, right? The <laughs> you character journey. No, very much. Sure. <laughs> so Samer, tell us about a time that you had um, challenge as a you know running a brokerage and with your team and so on. Like it, I'm sure you know we've had challenges throughout to grow to this to this situation. Oh yeah.
1: I mean you can't get anywhere in life, honestly, without falling on your face, you know, getting kicked, getting punched, uh, not physically, but, you know, emotionally um, and without trial and error. I mean, I think, you know, life is a journey. Life is a story. Um, you know, I didn't get where I'm at today without taking these hard punches and obstacles. Um, I remember, you know, during the financial crisis when the whole world was flipped upside down with the subprime markets. and. You know all that good stuff and I remember you know I remember I owned a you know, bunch of houses I remember losing seven of my own properties um, you know being in my mid-20s like what the hell is going on you know no one really to help me get out of it I remember I had so many agents so many loan officers you know we, we doubled up in office space at that time I remember my dad tell me don't do it I should have listened to him but again me being stubborn but I did learn something out of it But I remember everyone around me started moving on to different jobs and the more stability because real estate was not stable. It's still not stable to this day. There's no hourly wage, there's no salary. Um, So, you know, that was very trying in my life. Like, what direction am I gonna go? Do I wanna, you know, I remember moving to California for like six months working at a hedge fund, selling off assets, and I was like, what am I doing here? I remember going to Costa Rica, uh, looking at 3,000 acres of land and then potentially moving to Costa Rica. Uh, and, uh, you know, I remember coming back and I'm like, I'm just confused and I didn't know what to do, what direction, where to go. I knew real estate was, was you know, my thing, but, you know, I wanted something else, but I didn't know what to do. I was stuck. And uh, I had some good advice, some good friendly advice. He's like, well, why don't you finish what you started? Start? And that's what I did. And I remember going, pushing through that, that financial crisis and everyone around me was gone. And it was kind of like a reset button. You know starting over and you know once I was mentally there um, I remember the phone rang and it was Zillow that called and uh, there's and I was like what can I help you with it like well have you ever thought about buying advertising and this was around 2011 2012 and uh, you know I've already been burned so much it was like was it a hundred dollars not a big deal it's like one night less dinner uh, during the week ended up buying some marketing space and you know, one billion dollars later in six years, I was able to add value, add, build a team, build structure, learn from everything that I've, I've been through, um, and, and that's why we're here today. Is is really changing the industry so one day we don't have to go through these downturns. Because one thing I've always learned, even though money isn't everything, it's a cool saying that I always kind of stick by, is that money never leaves the planet. It just transfers. And sometimes you have to be a chameleon. Sometimes instead of getting down and out, you gotta just mesh with the times and. And it's okay to take punches, it's okay. Just get up. Just get up and do something about it. And don't whine, don't cry, don't look out for a handout. No one's gonna help you. But one thing I've learned is like I said, I believe in myself, I'm highly invested in me, and at the end of the day, if I don't like something, I won't do it. And you know, like I said, I've been through enough psychological warfare in my life uh, to know where my two feet stand. And I know that at this point in my life, I'm here to help. I'm here to grow, not only others, but myself. And uh, like I said, I'm very blessed and very thankful to have gone through what I've gone through. I wish it upon no one, but, you know, I always tell people every day that I'm alive, it's the best day of my life. And everything that I've
2: learned needs to go to something and to pay it forward.
0: Absolutely. I love it. All
2: right. Sam, it's been a really fun time spending time here today thank you so with much. you and the One Street team. And I've really uh, enjoyed learning more about your authentic self in addition to your vision as it pertains to the future of real estate. So thank you for sharing Thanks, uh, so far. Um, one of the things that you said earlier already um, is how it's not all about the money, right? It's not all about the money. So I'm just curious, as far as you're concerned and the, with the culture you've created here at, at One Street, uh, what is the most rewarding part of the business that you found? For me, one of the most rewarding parts is seeing people grow. It's seeing how you can touch people. It's
1: seeing how you can take a person. I can go off on and on on multiple people in my office where they were shut down by everybody. Not only the, the, the business world, but their family. They always rejected or told no. And then, you know, you found, they find a solace in real estate and then you can pound through them. I don't teach them real estate here. I teach them life. I teach them psychology and ego. How to manage personalities. How to manage your own. You know what I mean? These are the things that I've learned and I'm able to give back. I'm not perfect. I don't know everything. But at the same time, what I do know is I know myself and I know what my strengths are. And I think that there's so many people that you run into. Everyone has weaknesses and strengths. But I find myself to tend to be, you know, a shoulder, not to cry on, but to you know, someone to listen to, someone to be real with them. And I think what's really awesome here is that I'm not their boss. I'm not their, I don't care to be their team. I don't, I'm their equal. We're all same people, right? Um, And, like, it's been crazy to see people from, like, I've had guys who own restaurants um, that turn into agents, I've had programmers, I've had uh, people that were in the government, I've had, you know, all types of people, all walks of life that would say, oh, I need to get my college degree and I need to have my rest. I'm like, well, look, I'm not telling you not to go to college, but I was like, give it six months, I bet you're going to quit both, you know, and they ended up doing it. And, you know, he's a $20 million a year seller of real estate. And he always tells me, You've changed my life. You've changed my life. You have no idea. These are what's, this is what's rewarding. This is real life, right? We're doing real estate in real time, right? And life is in real time. And I have 40 amazing people that aren't just my co workers, they're my friends. They're part of our family, they're part of our circle. So for me, not only speaking with you guys and being able to share, I think that's what life's about. It's about giving back, paying it forward. Um, and, and, and being real, like right, right. I mean, like anyone that may not know me, will, should know that I am as real as it's going to get, right? There's no You're pretty sugar authentic. Yeah. There's no sugarcoating it. You know, I may come off. You know, you may think I'm cocky. Well, that's that's on you. But moreover, get to know someone. You know, I'm I'm just very direct and very confident. Um, you know, and there's things I don't know. I'm not perfect. But the rewarding part in life is really being a part of life and
2: being able to share what you do know and what you don't and how you can collaborate with each other. Indeed, indeed. Well, certainly of the many admirable traits of you, uh, Samer, uh, I've recognized that confidence is a stain that cannot be wiped off for so, uh, I'm glad that it's stuck on there for you. Uh, and and kind of on that note as well, uh, just speak more about the branding, right, and then the brand assets that you've created here around the concept of one, because I really enjoyed uh, hearing you say that, and I know that more people yeah. will. Yeah, I mean, look, I, if I wasn't
1: doing real estate, maybe I would be making commercials. I don't know, but like I love thinking. I you know I stay up late you know I watch a lot of TV believe it or not um, and I get inspired by a lot of things and I have a lot of deja vu um, and like you know coming up with the name one you know everything starts with one right it's one team one goal one vision one there's something about it that resonates with everything um, like we are all one like taking the like I said the old business and everyone being it for themselves. Well, why not bring it all together why not tie that in why not build a stage a beautiful office that doesn't have to be on this is a home for many people you know we have even clients that come in here and work from here as a like kind of we work or something um, and you know creating the logo um, is really critical I don't know if you can see it but this is a backwards end and this is a uh, roof line here where the one is so it's very distinct and I thought you know how do you be different right um, and you know it's, it's awesome, we, you know it's called the One Street Company, One Street for short, but it all comes back to us being one. One movement, one push, one team, and I think that's how it is, right? We all walk together, we speak the same language, um, and we are all brand ambassadors, not only for our families, and of course work too, but what you do outside of here really matters to me and matters to us, and when I do things in my life, I think about everyone. To make sure that I'm making the right decision and I really do hope everyone does think the way I think uh, but you know in, in being a successful person and company you know we all have to walk the same line and, and that's why we're
2: one great. great so I firmly believe that if we were to ask 100 people their favorite definition of success we nearly get 100 different answers right would you agree yeah all Right. so uh, how do you define success what does success look like for you uh, well I mean,
1: I think look around you, um, you know, at least, you know, like I said, everyone has a different opinion, but for me, it's sometimes I can't savor the moment. I, I you know, I'm moving so fast in life that I never take a step back um, and I don't see what other people see. Right. But you know, that's kind of what it is to be yourself. Um, but when I look around this office and I put my heart and soul into this place and, you know, seeing other people actually reap the benefit of it and have a nice place to enjoy themselves, have fun, have good energy. It means a lot. I mean, success is not defined by money, to me. Um, You know, your wealth your wealth is in your relationships, um, and 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 in your family, and you know, having some type of stability. Success to me is is that I'm driving my own boat. You know, Uh, I can say no, and I can say yes, and I can control my destiny. Now, obviously, there's factors in life that you can't control, but I can control who I am and what I want to be and what I want to put out there. And it took me a long, 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 long time. Not to be looking backwards and get my head out of the hole, um, and to say we're here. You know, it's our turn now. It's our turn to show a big difference to the world. Um, you know, and as our agents keep coming in the door, it keeps reminding me of what success is. And success is being around to have great people and great value in those, in those great relationships. And you know, having a wife, having a, a soon-to-be kid, uh, a little man coming to my life. Those are success. Being able to be around. Being able to, like I said, control my own destiny. The first time in my life i can say i can shut down shop i can open shop i can go left i can go right and
2: no one can do nothing about it awesome all right sam you're a mega producer top 50 in the country team uh, all across the nation and uh really wanted to take an opportunity and learn more about what is something that you think all top producers our real producer audience uh, should do that you have already done well i'll tell you look
1: you know there's always someone gunning for you okay I mean I learned a long time ago in talking about a couple years ago is I remember going to a conference um, it was a Zillow conference and you know we tend to go like once a year and whatnot and I always have people that come up to me and say well how's your you know ROI Uh, you know how how are you doing how's this how's that in regards to your business like I was like how's your family you know and I'm like what does it matter what my numbers are it's irrelevant to you you know but we're in this business. We're always sizing each other up. Who has this? And who has that? I should have bought this building. Um, but people are living in the past, and I was one of those people that you know would think that because it's life. We're it's human beings. Uh, but the, as soon as I started, stopped competing with others, and and knew it was a race. You know, I, I grew faster, mentally, physically, everything. Um, and I remember, you know, a long time as I grew up, like how did Michael Jordan do it? Bill Gates do it? this person this person and i just got so intrigued by all these people and i'm like stop i'll I'll tell you my story one day right it's not about everyone else it's not about anything it's about me and what's the story that's being written and when i think about other people in this industry you know people always ask me like why do you share all this stuff with them under various speaking engagements i'm like what does it matter you know we should be collaborating we should be talking we should be bringing the community together as we said, we are one, right? So it doesn't mean that just because we're in this house doesn't mean we can't be one. It's okay to share. How else are we going to learn, if not learn from each other, to make an industry better, right? Uh, you know, I think that as this industry changes, with like I said, the low inventory, other brokerages buying each other, teams coming together to make super mega teams. Um, I think it's really critical that no matter how good you are, including myself, that we're constantly learning. We're constantly sharing. It's okay to... Ask an opinion. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay to, you know, connect with other people in your industry because you may not think this, but as I've been doing that, people are willing to share, even though they're not in the same, they're not under the same umbrella. And I really never really got out there to network because I've been so busy building my foundation. Um, That you know, recently I have been doing that, and and you come to. It's refreshing to know that there are people out there that do want to communicate, that do want to talk, that feel the same way you you do. And the lesson learned is always like, you don't know what you don't know unless you try. Um, So I really think top producer, mid producer, who cares? You're a producer, and you know you're a CEO of your own business, and you need to act like that. And just because you don't maybe understand what those three letters mean, you're controlling your life. If you're 35 years old, you have 35 years of life experience. You know what I mean? And you know, like I said, it's about surrounding yourself with others that are going to add value to you, and vice versa. And it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to want more.
2: And I think the sooner you stop sizing other people up, you start looking at yourself
1: more, and then you'll start to
2: move forward. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I've had a lot of fun here with you and the One Street team uh, here today, uh, sharing so much wisdom and insight that you have and experience, uh, both life-wise and real estate as well. Uh, Sam, what would you say is the greatest lesson that you've ever learned? <laughs> Well, I—I'll uh, tell
1: you, it's there's a lot of lessons to be learned. But you know, one that comes to mind is is, is being humble. Um, you know, re- just taking a moment sometimes to remember how you got here, um, and and then you know, and, and, and it's okay to have you know more aspirations and to grow, but also at the same time take a step back and and uh, you know, and, and don't get frustrated over over little things that you have no control over. And as we're talking about competition and sizing yourself up, and you know, knowing other people may not be like you, and you know, these are life experiences that you go through in life that you, you know you start because you're what you we want so much, you want so much more, and you can only control what you can control, and it's it's taking me a lot of time work on my own self to bring myself to reality. It's okay to have vision. It's okay to want so much more. But it's okay to take it step by step. You know, I want things now all the time. Like, you know, I, I can paint a picture, I paint it, and this is what I want now. But it's it's just that passion, that drive that you have. It's just knowing how to contain it and using it to something better. And I'm I'm very happy that, you know, if it wasn't for the agents and the people that I work with, I wouldn't do this. I I don't I wouldn't I can't I'm not gonna go work by myself and, you know, just be an agent, you know, on a license on a wall. There's something about teaching, it's something about you know, growth, it's something about paying it forward, it's something about giving back that I really do love. And, you know, and, and with that segue, it's like, now we're going into charities and, and we're doing we open something called One Love here, uh, where every time we do a transaction, we're letting our client choose where they, where we're gonna donate our funds. You know, from the Humane Society to Ron McDonald House to the Capital Area Food Bank, and we're really taking pride of being part of the community and, and doing something better than just transacting right? Communities are what life should be built on and uh, you know I think we're doing our part and I hope others follow suit one with themselves and then hopefully on to the next. As they say on the airplane if you don't put that mask on first you can't help anybody. So make sure you <laughs> help yourself.
0: Love it. So enjoy the journey. Help others. Impact. Smell the roses. Oh, yeah. I love everything you're saying. Thank you for sharing so much value with us. I too. appreciate it. We, we appreciate it. having
1: it. me and uh, anyone who needs to get a hold of me, you talk to me, you want to shoot the, you know, shoot the conversation, just know you can, you know, I'm easily foundable. Uh, just whatever <laughs> you want to put it. Uh, but, you know, don't be bashful. You can always talk. Um, like I said, I'm just like you.
0: So Samer will be uh, on the panel at our Mastermind on November 8th. So DC Metro Real Producers, don't miss it. He'll be here with us. So very much looking forward to that, too. So. Thank
1: you. Thank you so much.
0: Alright, so thank you so much, Samar. It's been a true pleasure, seriously. Yeah. So much. You um yeah, you heard it here at D C Metro Real Producers. You've heard it from D C Metro
1: Real Producers.